Welcome to the Healthful Woman Podcast. Today is Monday, March 15th, 2021. I'm joined today by Fortune Duche to talk about influencers and wellness. Fortune is a popular influencer on Instagram, and we talk about how she became an influencer and how influencers have partially replaced traditional marketing and celebrity endorsements. We also discuss her decision to include blogs and posts about mental health, nutrition, and exercise, and the impact she has on the overall health and wellness of her followers. I find this topic fascinating, and Fortune is an amazing and thoughtful influencer, so I think you'll appreciate her take on it. If you want to follow Fortune on Instagram, she is at Fortune Duche, that's D-U-S-H-E-Y, and her website is www.fortuneinspired.com. On Thursday, our high-risk birth story is with Fortune Faham. Yes, both guests this week are named Fortune. How about that? Fortune and I are going to be discussing the birth of her twins 12 years ago, as well as her births before and after. As the mother of eight children, Fortune has an amazing perspective on grief, joy, and faith. So definitely be on the lookout for high-risk birth stories on Thursday. Reminder, we're going to have a Healthful Woman podcast every Monday and a high-risk birth story every Thursday. So be sure to subscribe to both podcasts. And if you're on Apple, we would really appreciate you giving us a five-star rating on both podcasts. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. Welcome to today's episode of Healthful Woman, a podcast designed to explore topics in women's health at all stages of life. I'm your host, Dr. Nathan Fox, an OBGYN and maternal fetal medicine specialist practicing in New York City. At Healthful Woman, I speak with leaders in the field to help you learn more about women's health, pregnancy, and wellness. All right, Fortune Duche, influencer. How are you? Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for coming in. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. This is my very first podcast, so I'm super excited to be here and to be here with you. Oh, that's so amazing. So yeah, so we got connected, I guess, through through my wife, through Michal. She knows you and follows you and said, oh, you should talk to Fortune. You should talk to Fortune. So Michal's a superstar in my eyes, so I'm so happy that she connected us. <laughs> I, I agree. Excellent. So just... Who are you? Just a you know brief story of where you came from, where you are, and sort of what you're doing. My name is Fortune Duche, born and raised um, in New Jersey by the shore. Not mm-hmm. sure if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but <laughs> <laughs> that's my hometown. I went to NYU. I majored in speech communications, got married right after, had three children, almost 16, almost 19, and 22. I started, when I got married, I started working for a magazine. It was called Mode. It was a fashion beyond size or something like that. It was like for um, women for a size 12 and over. So I did that for a few years, got pregnant. And then when I was raising my children, I kind of just took different classes, back, handbag design, journalism classes. I even got my bartending license. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> and then when my kids were all in school, I was really interested in designing my own handbag, but I really wasn't sure. So I actually hired a life coach. Mm-hmm. I decided to intern for Carlos Fauci at the time. They ended up hiring me. And then I started kind of writing up a business plan. And I realized that it was just a huge commitment because even though my kids were in school full time, I just felt like I couldn't give it my all. And so at the time, a friend of mine um, suggested that I start personal shopping. So that kind of became a business just through word of mouth and me putting myself out there. 
And then at the time, uh, my life coach, who I was still working with, had suggested I start a blog. And um, I always say, people say, you know, why did you start? How did you start? And I said, it just takes one person to believe in you, to think that you can do it. And she just felt like, you know, she's like, Fortune, you have great style. You're funny. You know, I think it'll be a great platform for you to express yourself. In the beginning, I was still styling and I kind of had this blog that I was doing on the side. But the more I did it, the more time I was putting into it. And then I started to invest money, whether that was like with photography or just even having somebody proofread my 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 posts, you know. So at some point I had to make a decision which way I wanted to go. And I just felt so passionate about the blog, about sharing things that I'm inspired by, things that I love, things that I think would, you know, just help my followers, whether it was wellness or travel tips or, you know, what the best denim jacket is to buy. So I kind of decided to go full throttle with that about three years ago. And um, I'm really happy with it. Where were you blogging originally? Like in what platform, what medium were you using for your blog? Was it just on, on a website? It was both website and Instagram. Those were and still are my main channels for, for posting. Right. And so when you got on Instagram, I guess you got in on the early side in terms of you know, posting, blogging, influencing. (laughs) It depends who I ask. I'm asking you, you tell me. (laughs) Some people will say it was a few years before I entered, but Uh I think there's always space. I mean, even for people today that, you know, people will tell me, well, there's so many, you know, bloggers out there. And, you know, what I've been told and what I tell people is that there's space for everyone. It's like having, you know, an idea for a new fashion brand. You know, everybody is always interested in seeing the new best thing or everybody has a different angle, a different niche. And I just think there is room for everyone. Right. And then when did your listeners or followers, when did that start to really grow and to to pick up in numbers? Was that right away or did it take some time? Uh, It was definitely a slow process. (laughs) (laughs) Because I wasn't doing it full time and I wasn't, that wasn't my main focus. I think it, it, it was gradual. It took like five years, maybe four or five years. I mean, I just this past spring hit 10,000. So it's been a slow and steady process. And I'm okay with it because I feel like my following is loyal and they're real and it's solid. I think the term that everyone uses, I'm going to use this this idea of an influencer. Right. Right. That's a new term that's (laughs) come about recently. Can you explain what, what exactly does that even mean? Like who gets labeled an influencer? People that have a certain following, I guess, people that that have a following that actually listen and care and follow their advice. I mean, anybody can call themselves an influencer. I don't really, I guess I don't think about myself as an influencer, but I guess if you're putting things out there and and people are really taking your advice and giving you feedback, which I do get, I mean, I guess so. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the reason I wanted to talk to you for this podcast, obviously you're just interesting, so it's great to talk, but the way I think it's related to the the idea of what we're doing here is you're influencing, you're posting, your blogs has become more than just products. It's more than just what denim jacket, you right, know, should you right. get. It's really, it touches on a lot of bigger life topics. You know, we were discussing this before and I was reading them ideas of, you know, about hope, about gratitude, about giving, and then there's also about health and mental health and all of these things that I view as part of, you know, health and healthful and wellness and it's just fascinating that you have this position where you have such literally an influence on people and on their wellness and their overall 
health. And I just think it's a fascinating topic because this didn't exist before, really. I guess my main reason for sharing any of it, my inspiration is really because I never want people to feel that they're alone. I think when you're putting yourself out there, you're kind of putting out a certain lifestyle, right? I mean, you're not showing your life 24-7. You're showing, you know... The, the outfit that you bought or the trip that you just took. And I think that sometimes people get the sense that there's like this perfect life that's right. happening. Right. And so I, I, I kind of want to kind of show that it's that's not reality. Right. You know, just because I'm showing you certain things, it doesn't mean that certain things aren't going on. And so it's like, I don't want anybody to feel alone. I don't want anyone to feel that I'm not experiencing heartache, that I'm not experiencing sadness that I didn't have a fight with my husband before I just, you know, wrote, I don't know, like what I had for breakfast or this was so yummy. So that's really my main reason, because I think that sometimes we can feel alone. And um, I also think when I'm feeling gratitude, you know, I want to share those tips of, you know, how I got to feeling grateful or certain things that work for me. So that's really my, my reason. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. I mean, I know that Michal would always tell a story when she was at Ramaz and she was giving this talk about parenting, right? So she is a group of people listening who are, you know, moms and dads, and maybe some grandparents also. And she's talking about, you know, how to handle, you know, the child with a tantrum and all these things that everyone wants to know. And, and we're parents and she would do this whole thing. And at the end, she would say, oh, by the way, just so you know, on the way to school today, I told my daughter I'm going to throw her out the window of the car. <laughs> and so like, don't, don't think that this works for everybody. Right. Like, this is the hard stuff. And I do think it's it's the same idea that when you're, you know, you're sort of putting out things that are, you know, happy and sunshine. But if you only do that selectively, it gives people the false impression that you live a life that's different from everybody else in the world. And that's right. not true. Right. Look, the purpose of my blog is to inspire. I mean, right. I'm not, I didn't set out to be a wellness or a mental health blog when I right. started, but I just think it's important to kind of show real life moments and that there is no such thing as a perfect life. Do you have a sense of like which people follow you or how they choose to follow you specifically? Like, is there a certain demographic or have you found something that unites them or is it really just random all over the place and it's hard to figure that out. I think part of it is word of mouth. As you grow, you know, there's kind of like an algorithm and people could see who you're liking and then they can kind of check out my feed um, also through business. Just from my analytics, I know that a big portion of my followers are from New York. Mm -hmm. It's like New York, Miami, LA, mm -hmm. Atlanta. <laughs> um, yeah, there are a few others from other countries, but it's predominantly US, predominantly New York, mm -hmm. New Jersey. Um, and actually, the demographic is interesting. It's like anywhere from like 25 to 44 is majority. But then, you know, you also have the 50s age group, maybe 80% female, 20% male, which is interesting. This podcast. Oh, really? Literally to the That's T. so funny. Age, gender, I, location. I'm at the right place. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. I didn't, even, I didn't even know that. But yeah, but I was also saying just sort of in terms of what they're looking for. Meaning like, what, what are they looking for when they come to you as opposed to someone else's, you know, So what I get, site. I mean, maybe I'm not, I guess certain people come for different things. Mm -hmm. I think it's for fashion, but what I get a lot is that people feel like I'm real. Right. That makes me happy. Um, I don't really post anything that I myself wouldn't use or wouldn't wear, or at least wouldn't try. Um, so I try to keep it very authentic. I won't really work with a brand that I don't feel comfortable 
putting my face behind, right. which sometimes could get sticky because I never want to hurt anyone's feelings. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's, it's very tricky. I think it's the realness maybe. Um, and, and my, I guess, sense of style that that have people coming. And do you have a lot of interaction back and forth on Instagram? Like people leave I do. comments and questions and you're, and you're back and forth with them? People DM me, you know, if they have questions with something that I posted or with a trip that I just took. Yeah. When we were growing up, the way products would advertise was essentially either they put a commercial on TV or on the radio or in a magazine or maybe a billboard, right? And that was it. And if there was a person behind it, like it was a movie star or a sports star, or someone famous. You didn't really have products where just a regular person, so right. to speak, is saying, hey, I like this, I believe in it. And the interesting thing is, I think that this model that we're in now is much more effective because, I mean, honestly, like it's cool that Michael Jordan might like something, but what do I care, right? right? What does he have to do with me? But if there's someone who I know, or I feel like I know, and I trust, and I understand you know, who she or he is and they're There's recommending more relatability. it. Yeah, and means more. And, and it yeah. is, I guess it does give you that, that sort of, I guess, responsibility of choosing which products yes. you're going to back because you're really putting your name behind it. It's not just like you're a celebrity saying, oh, but get this watch. You right. actually say, I, I like this. I, I would it, wear this. I yeah. used it. Yes. And if I don't, then I will actually post that. Um, A lovely woman just sent me collagen powder mm. and um, she asked me to, to post it. And I said, I right now I'm kind of like taking a lot of vitamins. I'm on a regimen. I'm not really sure I can add this. I'll be more than happy to post it on stories for you. Mm -hmm. And I did that because it was a friend of a friend. Otherwise right. you're kind of like nonstop posting. And right. it's, it's a lot of work on my end. Um, but you know, I put that out there. I said, I haven't tried it, but Check this out if you'd like. Um, so I'm, I try to be as as transparent as possible. Right. And it's interesting. I wanted to go into sort of the the role of an influencer in that sense that the I guess that the core of it or maybe not the core, but the base of it is it's an it's like product placement. Yes. Where essentially it's a business <laughs> where you have a lot of people who trust you and follow you and products will say, hey, you know, take a look at this, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And You'll look at it, try it yourself. And if you like it, you'll place it and they pay you. And if you don't like it, you don't place it. And that's sort of the business model of it, right? And then do you, have you found that that aspect has grown? You're getting more and more requests and products are coming to you? Yes. Yes, I would say so. Something else that I will do is I'll say, well, send me the product. Let me try it. Right. I'll post it. And then we, we can kind of grow organically. And so that's another route that I take when I'm not so sure. I'm really interested in working with the brand, but I'm not sure that that particular product will work for me. Right. So you sort of test the waters. Yeah. And then the second thing that you sort of go into, like you said, is this personal information about you and your life and a vacation you took or something that's going on with your family. Was it hard doing this at first, sharing personal information with so many people? Like, did you feel hesitant about that? Every single post, every single story I think about. And it's funny because I don't really post my children. I don't really post my husband. And it's definitely an internal dialogue because my private life is my private life. And I think all the power to those who who do kind of show everything. It was just a joint decision. But yes, I definitely think a lot about what I put out there. I don't think I put so much out there, but you know, it depends who you ask. Right. 
So yeah, I think about it a lot. So you have lines and you're like, I'm not going to cross this line. And here, if I'm getting close to it, I have to sort of decide. Is, is, Absolutely. Is there... I mean, I have my children to think about. I mean, I'm sure there was, I, I'm sure I would have a much bigger potty mouth um, if I didn't have my children, you know, to think about uh, because I don't want to be an embarrassment. Right. I'm embarrassing my children <laughs> at all times. First of all, just in general. And the fact right, that exactly. I, have, I, the fact that I have a podcast that occasionally <laughs> talks about like gynecology, they, they, they can't stand me. They just, you know, they're, this is like so humiliating for them, but I guess I just don't care. I don't you know. know. I, guess, I guess it's also different. Listen, you can, you can put yourself out there with the best of intentions, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I think about that and I actually spoke with someone before and they're like, fortune, as long as your intentions are pure, right? As long as you're not, you know, going out there like with intentions of any of anything else other than trying to like make a difference or bring joy, then you're okay. But, you know, unfortunately in the world that we're presently living in, the people that are watching don't always respond to it the way that you intended it to be. So I think, you know, more than ever, I I try to be mindful and respectful. On top of that, even not just about yourself and your personal life, but just your personal motivation, like we're talking about, whether it's a cause, like, you know, a, a charity type of cause or something that one should do, or just these ideas of, you know, characteristics, you know, for example, gratitude. And how do you decide what you're going to write about, what you're going to post about. Is it just sort of what you're feeling on that time or is it you look sort of what's going on in the world and you want to make a difference? How do you make those decisions? It's a feeling Mm -hmm. that has to feel authentic, kind of feel it inside (laughs) of you. In terms of monthly content in general, I have certain things that I post about each month. So it's I try to have like at least two posts a month for fashion, for beauty, for travel, recipes, wellness, and that's kind of what I go by. But then, you know, kind of ideas come to me, you're inspired. And then in in terms of like, if I'm going through some kind of emotional experience, and I feel like, well, maybe if I post this, I can help someone, then I will because you want there to be some substance involved in, in what you're doing. Have any of those ever backfired on you? Where you posted something and afterwards you're like, oh, I didn't intend for it to be that way. A handful of times I've gotten like weird stuff. Right. <laughs> um, but most of the time it's just, I, you know, kind of ignore it because it's just silly. Right. I mean, you could look at it two ways. The people who send you something that's a little like ridiculous, they could choose to unfollow you. It's not like exactly. they're not forced to hear you. And, exactly. Right. Whereas someone who's maybe very loyal and very, um, they feel connected to you, another, they may feel that they are able to communicate with you that it was something that didn't resonate with them or something that resonated in the wrong way. Exactly. Sort of the, that they feel like they do have a relationship with you that's real. Yeah, you know, listen, it, it sucks, but sometimes mm-hmm. it's also an opportunity to reflect. Mm-hmm. You know, in the moment it could hurt, but then you kind of think about it, well, is what that person's saying, is there any truth to it? Can I, you know, do something different? Um I think I once posted something that was maybe a luxury item and it, it is a luxury blog, but she said, you know, how many people can afford that? And I was like, okay, you know, let me kind of add in some more affordable items. So, you know, I, I, I do try to listen and hear what my followers uh, say. <laughs> no, I, I think that is really important because you're essentially doing this for them. Yes. Right. I mean, you're posting some of it's yourself. It's, you know, it's cathartic. It's nice to post and it, it definitely you know, is a, is something healthy for you to do, but ultimately you're there for your followers. And if, if there's something that they need and you're not giving them, then, and you can, I think that's fantastic. Do you feel a sense of responsibility now? 
I mean, because here you are, you know, you're one person and you started this initially with products and fashion, and now you have thousands and thousands of people who tune into you every day. Does that- Not really, because there's so many of us and I'm just one person with one opinion. Uh You know, I'm not the end all. It's not fact. This is just my life and things that I like and things that work for me. And I think it's really, you know, up to- whoever's following you to decide whether or not they want to take what I, what I'm kind of putting out there. I think you're playing it down. I think you, I think it's, I think it's much more powerful than that. I think that people really get a lot from you and the choices that you make are important and you're making good choices. I mean, I'm not, I'm saying that in a good way, but it is important. And the fact that you choose to not just, you know, talk about, you know, travel and recipes and products, which is amazing and people want to hear about that, that you're throwing in things about life itself and people are responding to it. I mean, I read it and I, I was drawn to it immediately. I said, wow, this is so cool. I don't know anything about products, right? <laughs> I, I don't, it means it's like, right. it's totally over my head. I know nothing right. about it. Right. Uh, you know, travel's fine and recipes, but I sort of skimmed through a bunch of them. And I just thought that these are really important ideas that you're bringing up. And that's what was so fascinating to me that you chose to do that because you could have easily chosen not to do it. You mm-hmm. could have said, why would I do that? Right. Who wants to hear that from me? But people do. People are are yearning for this type of information and this type of, um, I guess, relationship with somebody. And that's what I started getting at that it's, that here you are, you're like, you know, you are now like this life coach for people through, again, through what you're doing. It's not maybe one-on-one. I, you know, I guess I just don't see myself like that. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's easier for people to like you to see from the outside, but um, I'm just here doing my thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I see that there's, for whatever reason, there must be this void that so many of us are feel in the world that it's they're not getting it. We're not getting it. Whether it's we're not getting it in school, whether we're not getting it from religion, whether we're not getting it from what we read or from television or for our work or whatever it is, this this sort of search for something deeper and more important because, you know, everyone flips through their phones and it's all garbage, right? We, we know that. Everyone knows that, that it's all like nonsense. But occasionally you come upon something and they say, oh, this is like you said, it's real. Like this is important and people stop and they read it. And I think that that is such a new phenomenon in our lives. We didn't have anything like this as kids. There was nothing even remotely like this, no. you no. know, that you could Agreed. sort of decide what you're going to hear about. Again, if, if, if you were lucky enough to have it on television or some speaker came to your, you know, church or synagogue or school or whatever, but here everyone has access and people can choose who they want to be inspired by. I couldn't agree more. <laughs> yeah. Who do, you, who do you follow? For fashion? I follow this influencer. Her name is Pamela Tick, who I just think is the coolest. And she's does like a lot of travel and fashion. I'm like trying to think right now, who do I follow? Adi Heyman, mm-hmm. who um, I think is just a wonderful voice um, for the Jewish people. She's also a very cool fashionista. Elizabeth Stavetsky, Stavetsky also. Right, right. I'm interviewing her next. Yeah. All right. And Adi is supposed to come on in a oh, like, no few way. weeks. Yeah, yeah. We're circling dates. Well, and okay. They're just like forces to be reckoned with. And so I look up <laughs> okay. to them because their voice is so powerful. Mm-hmm. And I think that they just represent the Jewish people, like I said, in, in such a positive way. Like they give 
an amazing voice to us. So like in that area, I love them and they're also fun and witty. There's also another influencer who I love. Her name is Michal Curtis. She's also a fashion Instagrammer, influencer, but I love her as much for her style as I do for her witty captions. Um, so she's super cool. I actually started working in terms of like wellness. I started working with Boundless Creative. I had seen a um, intentions journal on um, this other influencer. It's like one thing leads to right. another. Her name is High End Sweat. And um, I'd always wanted to kind of write in an intentions journal, which is like manifestation and writing your intentions and all this like positivity and kind of like how to create this life. And so um, I also follow them. They give great tips on all different sorts of well-being and spiritual kind of wellness. So um, who else do I follow? I feel like I follow so many people. I can't really think. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's all. You, you mentioned your religion. Did your upbringing in a Jewish family have any impact on this, more sort of your spirituality and your outlook in life and sort of what you're thinking about? Or is it just uh, maybe peripheral to this? I definitely think that your upbringing, whether or not right. on a conscious or subconscious mm -hmm. level, has something to do mm -hmm. with kind of how I how I look at this. But I think it's also my own personal journey as much right. as my Judaism. Do you post directly about religion and Judaism and, you know, comment on it or? I don't do it often um, because I feel like I still need to develop my voice in that area. But I, I do post because I feel like, unfortunately, we're living in a world where anti-Semitism is on the rise. And how can I not say something? You know, it's so sad to me to see, first of all, it's sad to see any kind of um, racism, any kind of racial bias go on. But, you know, I, I have to be a voice. Everybody is a voice to their own people. And right. I need to be a voice for my own people. And so I I have begun to put myself out there. And that's one of the reasons why I'm in such awe of Elizabeth and Adi. Yeah. Because they, they do it so well. <laughs> yeah. No, I think it, it is important because, again, these are, this is how people consume information now. And when influencers like you are A, willing and B, able to post in a way that is provocative, informative, educational, inspiring, and not every post has to be all of those, but you know some of those, it's just a, an important way that you change the world a little bit at a time. This is, and, it, and who would think, right? That, that it comes from just like someone's, oh yeah, I'll you know, play some products and I'll do this and it's nice and it's, it's interesting and it's fun, that you really end up having such an impact uh, and you do, you have a, a huge impact when you post about things like nutrition or exercise or, you know, mental health and the idea of, you know, clearing your headspace and all of these things, positivity, that really makes people live better and they have healthier, more fulfilling lives because of that, just from a blog you're going to write. It's interesting though, because I see that when I'm posting about positivity or when I'm posting about anxiety, it's things that I'm working on. And I think that a lot of times when you see people posting, it's because they're kind of going through this process. So I, I, I was just thinking about that the other day, you know, gratitude. I think when I write about gratitude, it's because I myself am, and I'm on a journey of being more mindful about gratitude. And I, I, I'm not sure if I'm 100% right with this, but I think that when you see people writing about all this kind of stuff, 
think they're on their own journey as well. Like, I'm not sure that everybody has it together, but we're all working towards the same goal. Yeah. And I think that there is this idea that the people either who are our leaders or the people who we look up to or the people who we have learned about, whether it's, again, friends of ours, whether it's political, whether it's family members, even like biblical characters, whoever it is, they're flawed. Right. There isn't, you know, there isn't this idea of the perfect person that everyone did things that were right. Well, I have a funny story to tell you because when my kids were younger, I went to Michal, your mm-hmm. wife, to speak. Um, and she said, Fortune, you don't think your kids are perfect, do you? And I was like, um, actually, I do. <laughs> and she was like, well, I, I hate to break it to you, but they're not. <laughs> and, um, but I, besides them, I think. Even my therapist once told me, she's like, Fortune, stop trying to reach for perfection. You're never going to be perfect. She's like, what you want in life is to feel grounded amidst the storm. When when there's like this unsettledness in your life, to feel grounded, to feel at peace. And that is what I would love for myself and for everyone else. We're not going to reach perfection. (laughs) It just doesn't work in in our own health, in our own mental health, in our own, you know, fulfillment and how we behave ourselves. We're always going to make mistakes. We're going to do things wrong. But this idea of thinking about being better, yes. you know, again, thinking about and trying to improve ourselves exactly. and to improve our situation and to prove what's going on is a part of that. And even just yes. feeling like you're on the right journey is itself satisfying. It yes. gives you that sense of, you know, fulfillment and yes. contentment, like I'm doing the right thing or I'm trying to do the right exactly. thing at least as opposed to I'm just lost. And knowing that you you can mess up in the process and that it's okay. And, right. and that's also something that I'm learning to be gentle with myself through this process of trying to be my best self. Right. Where, <laughs> where do you see the future for what you're doing? Do you have any you know, expectations or plans? Your guess is as good as mine. Okay. Um, because they say, you know, here today, gone tomorrow. But, you know, I'm lucky because I have my site, I have my Instagram, so I'm not kind of holed into one area. And I also have another part of my business, which is I host events, fashion events for brands. So that's also a huge part of what I do. So I kind of am evolving and going with it and seeing where, where life takes me. <laughs> now that your kids are, are getting older, do their friends follow you? They do. And it makes <laughs> how me do your, so How do your happy. kids feel about that? I think as my kids have gotten older, well, I think my two my two older girls are mm-hmm. kind of more okay with it. Right. And you know, I'll tell them, oh, you know, your friend, I just saw she, you know, is following me and they're okay with it. But my son, who's a sophomore, um, sometimes he'll see me posting something silly. He's like, you can't do that. <laughs> And I'm like, what? They're like, because my friends see it. And I'm like, so I can't remember like what I was doing that um, he, he said, just don't post that mom. Because <laughs> they see you obviously as their friend's mom, right? And the one, but also they have a direct relationship to you through this exactly. medium. And that's that's it. an interesting dynamic. I get it. You know, I, right. I, I, I was definitely, you know, embarrassed from my parents a lot. So I, I try to be sensitive to that. But at the same time, it's like you want to put yourself out there and you, you're, you know, just want to have fun. So, you know, like I said, it's, it's a fine balance. <laughs> Fortune, thank you so much. I, I really enjoyed this. I, I do think what you're doing is fascinating. I really do. It's so interesting. And again, I have no... <laughs> 
connection to the world of fashion. I am like the anti-fashion. I, I am like, you know, hor- what do horrific. You mean? These are the coolest scrubs I've ever seen. Oh yeah. These are, yeah. Product placement, gray scrubs. That's really, that's where it's at. You know, these are the finest scrubs you'll find. Seriously. But I do, I just love it. And I just so interested by the idea of what's going on in the world with this and how so many people turn to you and people like you and what kind of you know influence you have not just on what they purchase but on how they think and how they behave and how they interact with the world and i mean all the power to you i think it's amazing that you do that and you take such you know care and you're so thoughtful about it i think it's awesome well i I hope that my followers feel as passionate as you do and i can't thank you enough for having me like i said this is my first podcast i'm super excited you crushed it you did great i was so nervous you're gonna have one of your own soon before you know please have me as a guest you know oh yes my co-host dr nathan fox that's me yeah it'll be great but he'll be talking about scrubs exactly Amazing. Uh, All right. Well, listen, again. we're we're gonna we're gonna definitely stay in touch. Thank you so much. Thank and you. I look forward to reading you and seeing about you and then seeing you in person as well. Happy perm. Ah, to you too. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Healthful Woman Podcast. To learn more about our podcast, please visit our website at www.healthfulwoman.com. That's H-E-A-L-T-H-F-U-L-W-O-M-A-N.com. If you have any questions about this podcast or any other topic you would like us to address, please feel free to email us at hw at healthfulwoman.com. Have a great day. The information discussed in Healthful Woman is intended for educational uses only. It does not replace medical care from your physician. Healthful Woman is meant to expand your knowledge of women's health and does not replace ongoing care from your regular physician or gynecologist. We encourage you to speak with your doctor about specific diagnoses and treatment options for an effective treatment plan.